feel like the cat is just looking at you like, I know you're about to take away something else that I enjoy. What do you mean? What, yeah, what did you take away from them recently? Oh, today I was sitting at the table and I heard like a suspicious, like almost tearing sound. And I realized that one of the cats was scratching the back of the couch. Now, most of the couch is covered, but he found <laughs> the one exposed area. <laughs> to scratch and you know filled with rage i i I got up to go remove him because you know we're trying to be good uh cat trainers and and remove them to an appropriate scratching location yes but uh he obviously knew he was not supposed to do it so he was gone but then i was like well i guess now i have to find a way to cover the bag of the couch and I have these like plastic protectory things that were for the doors, but I taped one onto the back of the cat. Well, not taped, like it's sticky. And it actually worked quite well, but I felt kind of bad because I felt like he knew that I was going to remove his source of entertainment. He like felt that I was searching for an item with which to take away his joy. Are they not getting enough enrichment? Because I feel like their lives have really improved. Like, you built them a catio. Um, They're fine. They have a much bigger space. Like, I was going to say, like, their lives seem very enriched currently. Yes. Also, we have bookshelves, but we haven't filled the bookshelves. So they now have, you know, eight to 12 shelves where they can just, like, hang out. And I'm like, we got to fill these bookshelves because the cats are getting too comfortable with the shelves as, like, cat homes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I will say that... I don't know if this will help, but we got Sefi. Sefi's like pretty good about like not scratching, but we do yell at her when she like, you know, like tries to go for the couch. Um, But she has these like cardboard scratchers that are like on the floor that I just got off Amazon and she really, really likes them. She's stopped inappropriately scratching other stuff. Yeah, they have like a tall post and a cardboard thing and they use both these items. But, you know, sometimes... Some people, Donovan, just want to scratch the couch. And some people, Jupiter, just want to scratch uh, wooden furniture. So, you know, I do think, well, we were told by a friend to not yell and to instead remove them to uh, appropriate locations. So we're trying to do that. And I think it's working. But some days I'm just like, but why? Why are you like this? Why? Yeah, he does love scratching couches. Maybe if you put out, like, multiple of the cardboard scratchers, because that's what we do. We just Just litter them all over the house. Yeah, we have one in the living room. We have one in the study. So she has, like, places to go. She really likes scratching the rug, which is actually, like, fine. The rug doesn't, like, nothing happens to the rug, both rugs. Um, But she has actually, she prefers to scratch the cardboard. Oh, I hear her. I hear her yelling outside the door. <laughs> it's like I want to get up and show you this cardboard thing because it's kind of like a weird X. So they also sit oh, on it. It's cute. Yes, yes, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, we're discussing. Yes. I don't know. We, we, you know, I probably spend how like how much of my day do I spend talking about the cat? Like I, I don't so know. Much. Like like so much. Like sixty percent of my conversation. Well, also because now many of us are now like stay at home pet parents. Yeah. So, like, whereas previously I would leave the cats for half the day, now I feel like I never leave the cats. And so I'm just here to witness all their shenanigans. Yes. Yes. No, same. I'm like, oh, I like sometimes she'll be like doing a thing and I'll be like, what's wrong with her? She doesn't usually do this thing. But maybe she does. And maybe you just don't know because you haven't seen it because you're out of the house. Yeah, exactly. Ugh, well, I don't know. We're like putting off talking about this like god awful film. But are you like ready? <laughs> My God, 
This movie made me miss the quality of the acting in Wild Mountain Time. <laughs> well, welcome to this month's Rumcomathon. I'm Alex. And I'm Kat. And today we are unfortunately present here to talk about He's All That, the remake of She's All That, but shockingly, Oof. shockingly worse. Oof. Like, I knew it was going to be bad, and yet it was so much worse than I had imagined. I, when I opened Netflix and I was like, well, it's the number one thing on their like list, right, of the top 10 stuff in the US right now. And I was like, well, it's number one. Maybe it's not like the worst thing ever. It is so bad. It's so bad. I am really beginning to doubt those Netflix numbers. Like, I feel like it's just like whatever happens to be newest is number one. Yeah, I know. I mean, we we clearly had like finished this movie around the same time last night because both you like texted me and you were like so bad. I was the credits were just rolling <laughs> as you texted me. I was like, yes, this is abysmal. As I was leaving to go watch it, I told a friend was like, wish me luck. And she was like, oh, I heard that it was really bad. And then when I started watching, I was like, oh, it's really bad. I didn't go in with any judgment except the judgment I already held based on the fact that I knew that one of them was a TikTok star. Oh, I did not know that. Matt knew that. And I don't know where he got this information, like maybe from you. But I was like, why is she so horrible? And then later I was like, Oh, because acting is not her main job. But is it is it his main job? Because he's also really bad. Yes, he is a little better than her, but also terrible. I actually thought there were moments where he was worse because he was trying to play this like kind of surly. Well, like, like why don't you? Okay, his character is worse. <laughs> yeah, why don't you describe the plot actually before we can get into like the nitty gritty? Okay, so for anyone who's seen. She's all that. And by the way, if you're considering which of these movies to watch, definitely watch the original and then just pretend you saw this one. Because they're basically, this is basically the exact same movie, except Freddie Prinze Jr., the popular one, is a makeover influencer who isn't actually rich. And Rachel Lee Cook is like Jess from Gilmore Girls meets a horse girl. (laughs) You're not wrong. And the popular one's friend wants to steal her prom crown, unlike Paul Walker, whose motives were unclear. Rapey? Revenge? I don't even know. He just seemed to really resent his friend for no reason. And I had imagined that she was going to be making over a nerd, which was going to be like cringy enough as it was. But instead, she was kind of making over a slacker, but also that it had that hallmark quality of like romanticizing rural whatever and hating technology. And I was just like, I cannot. I cannot. I think he was supposed to be a hipster, but I was a little confused because... I was like, are hipsters even a thing anymore? Like, like, do kids these days even care about, like, you know, like, are, do like, they are still all exist? hipsters our age? Yeah, like, I was like, don't all hipsters, aren't all hipsters, like, in their 30s now, like, in Brooklyn, like, already? Most of them having children named Henry? Yeah, I would, like, but basically, he was, like, a Dan Humphrey-esque kind of character who like doesn't have like a smartphone and likes film photography and yes is really into horses that was really out of left field i was like okay i see what kind of dirty person you are and he wears like the world's most hideous (laughs) wig um, 
To be fair, it looks better on, not looks better, it fits better than Rachel Lee Cook's wig from the original movie, and yet looks worse. Yeah, it looks so bad. And, you know, obviously in the beginning of the movie, he has to be kind of scruffy looking, and then she, like, makes him over in the middle, and then he's, like, his normal hot hot self. I don't know, he was still, I was like, well, he went from a scruffy-looking child to, like, I guess, like, a preppy-looking child. Like, I see no real difference, except he has short hair now. His hair was better, but it somehow made his face more punchable. Yes. Yes, exactly. Who is this kid? He looks so punchable. (laughs) It's a real bummer. He looks like a dick. The other thing that really bummed me out is that both of the stars are like pretty young, like 20, 22, and they both look older. Oh, I was like, I don't know what age they are. They could be 16. What do 16-year-olds even look like? It's true. Teenagers really vary. Sometimes you're like, are you 12? Are you 25? Who could say? But her ex-boyfriend is the boy from Girl Meets World. And he looks like he's like in his 30s. Yes, I was very confused with him because, uh, well... I guess he's also in his very early 20s, but I was like, you look like you could be 25 or you could be 38. Yeah. Did you actually finish the plot? (laughs) No, I feel like I have explained everything there is to know. It's almost the exact same plot. I did want to say that in terms of some of the details and the dialogue, as soon as the movie began, I was like, someone really old wrote this. And then I checked and it's a 50-year-old man wrote this movie and it shows. Yeah, so... I would like to touch on what's her, her, oh, her character name. So I know the TikTok star's name is Addison Ray. I believe that's her name. Her character name was inexplicably Paget. Yes. The man, the 50-year-old man is from Texas. And I think that might be why everyone has such weird names. Or maybe he was like aggressively trying to be like kids these days have names because it was like Paget Alden. Bryn. Yeah, they were all, I was like, what are these names? What happened to like a name like Michelle, Sarah? Quinn and Cameron were like fine. Yes. Paget. like, so as I said, she's an influencer. She's really big and she has all these sponsorships and her whole thing is that she has this boyfriend who's a douche at the beginning of the movie who then like she catches like cheating on her and it gets broadcasted live. I was very confused about his age. Like, as you mentioned, was he 30? Like, I... (laughs) I was like, is he, is this, is this an, a grown man? Is this an adult man with a child? I was not, I, I was very lost. Yeah. His whole thing is like, he's kind of a dick and he like is making this music video and the music video is truly terrible. His song is truly terrible. They play it over the credits. It's so bad. I think some of our psychological confusion is because we had just watched the old one where Matthew Lillard is playing an adult. But no, he was a high schooler. He was in their grade. Yeah, I found that very confusing. I was like, what, what is happening here? Ooh, and then the whole thing where like Paget is like actually like low income her mom is like a nurse or something or whatever and she's like they're actually poor but she's like pretending to be living in like a swanky apartment complex in the palisades yeah the thing about this movie is like there were a couple moments where i was like this could have spoken to me but unfortunately the performances were so dreadful Yes, like the script was already bad but then if you add into it just two people with 
no acting skill whatsoever, it makes it so much more unbearable. Yeah, he's been in other stuff, so I'm extremely curious to know if he's any good in those things. Because I have to say, like, Rachel Lee Cook's acting has has seemingly not aged well, or at least in the two recent things we've seen her in, have not been great. But she, I have seen her be good in other things. But you know what? That's okay. Her face still looks great. She's looking, she's looking so great. So I forgive her for that. Whereas for this child, you know, like, I don't care about her face. Her acting is all she can like give me here. And it's terrible. Yeah, I felt bad. I was like, neither of these people are attractive to me. Are they supposed to be attractive to me? I mean, I guess they're children. So maybe not. But like, ugh. Yes, I mean, I looked at them and I was like, well, I guess they're like very like dimly like attractive in the sense that like, I don't know, it feels like an AI put them together. Yeah. But agree, Rachel Lee Cook looks great. At the end when she got dressed to like chaperone the dance, I was like, you have not aged a day. I know. She looks amazing. So there we go. I mean, like, that's my that's my one pro of this film is that like every time Rachel Lee Cook showed up, I was like, oh my God. But it was actually also great because I was like, oh my God, a person who can kind of read a line. Yes. She was still one of the best people in the movie, despite it not being a stellar performance on her part. Maybe that boy is like Natalie Portman in the second Star Wars film. So, so bad along with Hayden Christensen like so bad but it was so confusing because I was like wait but I thought she could act every once in a while people just phone it in for a whole movie the best person in this cast by far was Matthew Lillard yes yes he was he gave a wonderful performance his cameo really saved this movie at the end if it was savable which it was not yep um the next best people were i feel like that genius asian kid the little sister and one or two of their friends were like okay i actually thought his friend so he has like a southeast asian looking friend um or actually i'm yes. unsure of her ethnicity but like she's indian she's actually decent i thought she was like okay she would like i thought she did okay with what she was given Yes, I was like, we're really squeezing the minorities into these Asian lesbians, but I'll take it since they're two of the best actors in this horrible movie. The other one wasn't as good, but she was better than the lead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought the Indian girl was probably the best one in the movie. The little sister was okay. She was fine. Oh, speaking of horrible actors, we thought for the entire movie that the Kardashian that appeared was Kim looking kind of weird and only subsequently discovered it was Courtney. Wait, was that the woman who was trying to get her... The, yes, the, sponsor? the like sponsorship lady. Oh, I was like, she looks vaguely familiar. Who is that? I can't, I don't recognize Kardashians <laughs> apparently. Well, now I'm really pleased with us for knowing it was a Kardashian at all, I guess. Yeah, well, I didn't watch it with Alex. Like, I guess if I had watched it with Alex, Alex, who has watched many seasons of Keeping Up with the Kardashians, like would have been able to tell me. I'm sure she would have known which Kardashian, unlike us. Yes, she has explained to me each Kardashian who are their children, what they're like supposedly known for, who they're married to like numerous times, like more than once. And I, it just goes out in one year and out the other. Like I only know about Kim. I mean, there are a litter of names don't help either. Yeah, no, it really, I like Chloe, Courtney. Uh, oh, I know Kendall's the one of the younger ones. But that's all I got. I think I might know all their names, but not very much about them. But like basically the whole time we were like, wow, Kim Kardashian's a really terrible actor and also possibly just doesn't look great in this movie. And then afterwards I was like, 
Oh, that's why. It's a different human being. That is a different <laughs> person. I recently watched Kim Kardashian's appearance on Paris Hilton's new cooking show, which is, by the way, amazing. So I, I feel like if Kim had shown up, I would have been able to tell it was her. Well, that's what we thought, but we'll never know as it wasn't her. <laughs> I mean, like me just watching it being like, oh, huh, that lady looks kind of familiar. Eh. I was kind of like, why is she in this movie? Because I didn't know about the TikTok girl. And then afterwards, I looked up who the TikTok girl was and it mentioned that she was close or something with Kourtney Kardashian. And I was like, maybe that wasn't Kim. <laughs> Isn't Kourtney Kardashian an adult? Yes. Isn't this TikTok girl a child? I don't know. I think she might be friends with a, one of her kids. Oh, okay, 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 sure, sure. I read this information. It promptly left my mind. You know what? I actually, I asked you this, but I, I really don't care. <laughs> Like, I I don't care. Okay. I have some important questions. Okay, sure. Shoot. Okay. First, let me say that one thing that I think might have spoken to me as a teenager is that whole thing where they're like, high school is just a bunch of scared people pretending to be something they're not. Yes, obviously, or insecure people or whatever it is they said. But then I feel like her whole thing where she was like, I'm going to be who I am. I'm going to be honest, blah, blah, blah. And then we see her off traveling with her horse boyfriend. But She's like, forget the endorsements, they don't matter. But like, who is paying for college if she loses these endorsements? That is a good question. I mean, to be fair, I was playing Legend of Zelda while I was watching this film. (laughs) So I really only tuned in at some parts, but I did tune in for the end. But I kind of missed the endorsement plot a little bit. Her whole thing is like she's worked really hard and the reason she's so stressed about losing her influencer status is because she needs the money for college. But then she's kind of like, forget the endorsements. They don't matter. Like, I think she literally says like the endorsements don't matter. I'm like, but they do. I don't know. Maybe she goes into debt. I mean, horse boyfriend clearly has money. His family has money. Yes, he filled me with rage because he was like, you know, I don't care about money wiping makeup off her face or whatever. And I was like, that's because you're obviously wealthy. So I don't know why they kind of did that. They they kind of made that touch um, because in the original, uh, it's obviously Rachel Lee Cook, who her family is uh, lower income than Freddie Prince Jr.'s family. And I was like, I'm not really sure why they decided to keep this in order to maybe, I don't know, make her more sympathetic. Like they really cast her as very sympathetic, whereas I feel like in the older one, like Freddie Prince Jr. is at first presented as like maybe a little bit of like a dick, but then he like kind of changes his tune pretty quickly. Yeah, I almost wonder if it's a little bit like sexism or ageism is not the right word, but like older person looking at younger generation related, like the feeling like they needed to add something like that to make her more sympathetic. Yeah, maybe. Or a desire to just have the movie not be a carbon copy of the original. But it was anyway, so I don't know why they even like went with this flip. But anyway, yeah, I I mean, good question. Who is paying for college? Like maybe she got some scholarships. I don't know. They didn't really seem to put a large emphasis on scholarship in general. So. But she supposedly had very good grades, although she seems to have time to go running around all over town. Buying a horse outfit to like ride in the very next morning. I was gonna say, if she has no money. Where is this horse outfit coming from? I know. It looked like a fancy equestrian outfit. It was like very put together. I was like, did she like raid someone's closet? How did she come up with this? And it's like six hours later. Also, she's a monster for constantly showing up unannounced, by the way. Like she's at his home. He's he's like, when were you thinking we'd have this lesson? She's like, I don't know, now. And you're like, this isn't cute. It's awful. Yes. 
Oh my god, I'm just, sorry, I'm just thinking about all the moments where her acting was so truly abysmal. (laughs) (laughs) I have like a list of, you know, best and worst, and some of them are like, I might have liked this if it had been better delivered yeah wow is that many times you you know sometimes you like don't quite think about good acting really because you're like ooh, these people make it look so effortless or whatever or even like average acting you're like i you're was like, gonna say yeah you're like no oh, this is fine like people can do this like you know you don't have to, and then you're like oh no this is an art that people work at oh no this is truly <laughs> this is one of those films that really makes you appreciate you know normal cw level acting that's almost exactly what matt said <laughs> My God, this happens every time we record an episode. Like every time we record an episode, you're like, this is exactly what Matt said. <laughs> yes, we were just there being like, wow, Arrow's not looking so bad now. <laughs> no, Arrow's looking like a piece of genius. <laughs> Supergirl looks great the writing, next to this. The acting. What's his face for an Emmy? <laughs> it's like... Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh, I also liked how, you know, most films that take place in LA will make some kind of like LA reference or, you know, things like that. This movie was really like, we're in LA. We're in LA, guys. We're in LA. Let's talk about the 405. Let's talk about like Will Rogers State Park. Like, let's talk about all these specific LA things. We're in LA. Did you know we're in LA? And I was like, I I understand. Yet inexplicably, the school was called Cali. Oh yeah, that's right. It was called like Cali High or something. And you were like, um, Why didn't they just call it Palisades High? I don't know. I s- assume because that's a real place. I don't know if it's a real place, but I'm guessing that, but like, y- you couldn't find something better? Yeah, they could have just called it something, called Palisades. I-, I don't know. Like, I, again, I would like to say, like, this happens all the time in films, but like, why would why were they even at the same school? Like, how is it in- inexplicable that he was at a public school and not at like, I don't know, Harvard Westlake or like, I don't know, another one of the prep schools that they his parents would have obviously sent him to? Well, well, I don't know that I'd pay for Harvard Westlake for a kid who doesn't want to go to college. That's true. That's true. Yeah, you really, if you want to go to Harvard Westlake, you should really have plans later on. Otherwise, it's just a huge Aspirations, waste. Aspirations. Otherwise, it's just a huge waste of money. Such a huge waste. And totally fine, by the way. I would like to state. Like, if you have a kid who's, like, not like that, don't send them to this academically rigorous school. I was going to say incredibly academic rigorous, but I've had some kids from there and they, it, I don't know. <laughs> Most of mine have been good. Most of mine have been good too. I'll say that. Also, I went to that graduation ceremony and I was so deeply impressed because it was like started on time, ended on time. They were packing up the chairs at 12.05. I was like, I'll send my kid here. But I'm pretty sure I've had like at least like one or two kids where I'm like, really? So it was funny to me that he was flabbergasted that she had heard of like Ansel Adams. Oh, yeah. She was like, let me just give you some names of like photographers, pretension, pretension. He was like, what? He was like, I've never met someone else who's heard of a photographer. But also he doesn't appear to be a very good photographer based on the few pictures we see. I definitely miss those because I was distracted by Zelda. We paused and went back because Matt was like, he's a bad photographer. And I was like, I need to see these pictures. Oh, no. I mean, I thoroughly believe you. This is when he was in Union Station. Oh, oh. Mm. And she was like, I've never been here before. And I was like, really? That was one of the scenes that I thought I might have liked if they were better actors because she was kind of being like, is that terrible? And he was like, kind of. Um, Because she was being like, I didn't know this was here. Here's a question. Are we supposed to assume? Okay, so... 
So you know how, like, in the original movie, Rachel Lee Cook gets popular basically just by, like, going to the beach? Yes. In this movie, this poor boy has to get in a violent altercation. Oh, my God. I also couldn't tell if there was some, like, weird racial stuff there as well, because his whole thing is based on these martial arts films, like these Asian martial arts films, Chinese and Taiwanese, that he's, like, really into seeing, right? And then he, like, kind of employs, like, a karate master type, like, style to, like, fight the guy, like, at this party. So basically, he and Addison Rae's ex-boyfriend get into this, like, massive fist fight at a pool party. And he's just like stepping aside, stepping aside, stepping aside as this guy is like trying to punch him. And it was a little bit of like, come to me, grasshopper. And I was like, oh, I don't. I don't know how I feel about this. I don't have enough knowledge of martial arts movies to, I don't know whether to feel weird about that, but I do have some practical questions. Mainly, there was no indication previously that he had martial arts knowledge. Is he trained or, because our only indication is that we've heard he likes like Kurosawa movies. Yeah, so he has a conversation with his friend about, like, the martial arts films, or at least, like, two lines about how he wants to, like, go to another martial arts film marathon. And his sister mentions him, too. Yes, and then he's suddenly just in this fight, and apparently he's, like, a wizard. Like, we we didn't know this. We just knew that he liked horses and taking pictures. Yes, I posited that maybe the stable is actually, like, an after-dark fighting ring. Oh, that's a good, good idea. Maybe that's what's really yeah, going yeah, on yeah. there. Although it does seem to be deserted except for him every time we're there. Anyway, the, the, the fighting is inexplicable. Why did, why did they choose to go with this? I don't know. How many ideas do you think they went through before they decided on horses? Zero. They, <laughs> like, because they really leaned into the horse part of his personality and they were like, ooh, horse, horse boy, horse boy, here we go. I think they wanted each of them to have kind of like a surprising twist to their personality so that like, you know, like we're all like not what we seem, blah, blah, blah. And for her, they picked being poor. And for him, they picked horses. Okay, if you didn't know, listeners, these are now two new personality traits that you can two can take on poverty <laughs> and horses. <laughs> but not together. No, because no, you need a lot of money to be into horses. Yeah, you can't be poor and into horses. Sorry, guys. Well, you can if you live not in the Palisades. Yes. There was also a shocking amount of product placement in this movie. I'm not sure why. Was it like the fake products or is it was, were they real products? No, real products. Oh. And I don't know if they got money for them or if they just wanted to have them there, but like Matt was like incessantly calling them out. Oh, I didn't notice again. Um, I probably wouldn't have either. Oh, although I will say about that fight where he falls into the water or like oh no no after that fight the horrible boyfriend throws his camera from his dead mom in the water and i was like okay i'm like kind of bummed about that that is a little bit of a bummer but here's a question so i totally called the the loser tattoo right which is their bet instead of naked at graduation Mm -hmm. but does she really need to keep her word to her horrible friend no that's what i was thinking at the end is i was like why would you get this tattooed on your body if you aren't even like friends with this bitch anymore she doesn't have a lot of forethought i think since she's given up all her endorsements to go traveling with her rich boyfriend and we don't know how she's paying for school although maybe she's still popular maybe she's getting endorsements but now for like being authentic maybe i 
mean, she's still streaming at the end and like taking pictures of like their trip and stuff. So maybe she's like segued into being a travel blogger. Yes, maybe she still has endorsements and I shouldn't worry so much about her future. Yeah. Because supposedly she's smart, though we saw no evidence of it. None. Zero. Okay. Can we have a short section about callbacks? Sure. I did enjoy them acknowledging the dance competition as a tradition they still don't understand. Yep, 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 yep. And I must say it was more plot driven or more like better motivated than in the original because they had like a dance off with her extremely beautiful bad friend. Yes, that in the original it was just like, let's just throw in this musical number, but... And when the terrible makeover happened, by the way, does he not know how to shave himself? I don't know why she's doing it. And the music, the horror movie music. I I like the callback to Kiss Me, but I didn't love the Kiss Me remix. I thought that Kiss Me was going to come in at the makeover and was kind of disappointed, but they did make it up to me at the end. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I was like, surely this will be somewhere in this film. Like, it's so pivotal to the original. And Rachel Lee Cook, like, I know this song. And you're like, okay, mom. The only thing that would have improved that for me is if she had met Freddie Prince Jr., perhaps a divorced father at the stance. That would have been cute. I would have liked that. Why did they do that? He's probably too busy having a wonderful life with Buffy not being in this film. He's not in a ton of stuff. Alex would know exactly what he's in, but I know that he does a bunch of voice acting now. And he's like really nerdy, super. He does like Star Wars. He's like really into D&D. Sounds like he's enjoying his life not being in this film. Yeah, he also looks great. As we discussed discussed last time, he looks much better now than he did. Yes, I subsequently looked him up after the last podcast and I was like, oh, look at you. He's looking looking a bit salt and peppers. Good look for him. Wait, do you know who Ryder Strong is? Yes, from Boy Meets World. Yes. This is random, but the boy from this, although less cute, at certain angles reminded me of him. Oh, really? Mainly for like in profile. Because I knew about the TikTok, like Addison Reyes, like TikTok star, I was like, okay, there's her. And then once he turned up on screen, I was like, ooh, who is he? And then I was like, oh no, I hate this wig so much. I like can't even look at his face. <laughs> and then after he got made over, I was like, your face is not that much better. Your hair it's is It's not better, a good face. But your face is not still not great. It's just, it's not a good face. No. Anyway, so what are, so what was the POC count in this film? Um, well, there were quite a few, I don't know, it's typical of like a current movie where you're like, the leads are white, everyone else is people of color. Yeah. And they and, and they shoved in some lesbians. <laughs> yes, correct. Yeah. Um, yeah, the two Asian lesbians, um, her extremely beautiful but garbage black friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, she's just a tan white person, right? I don't know. I, I literally know nothing about her. I think so because her mom is Rachel Lee Cook, but I actually have no idea. So if she's a person of color, then we're wrong. But yeah. for now, I'm assuming she's like Italian or something. Yeah, it's hard to say, honestly, because sometimes you look at the Kardashians and you're like, are you? But then you're like, oh, no, you're just white. <laughs> you're just a very tanned white. Oh, yeah. Kardashian's also an interesting name. Well, they're Armenian. Oh, okay. Okay. There's a Lopez involved. So that might be an aspect. Okay, sure. Who can say? What was your favorite scene if you even had one? Um, Like... An actual favorite scene or like an I might have enjoyed this if the acting had been better? Either way. I mean, there were a number of those. I think Matthew Lillard's appearance was probably the actual best scene. I was going to say that. His little dancing like cameo at the prom was probably my fave. Yes. And also like that girl being like, I'm second. Him being like, actually, you were fourth. Please leave the stage. 
Oh, you know, we liked the name of the party. We thought Drop It Like F. Scott was, in fact, funny. And she actually delivered this okay. Uh, He's sort of being like, Gatsby is about, like, the ruling class, blah, blah, blah. And she said, sadly, that is the appeal. Probably one of the better lines. (laughs) Oh, and I liked when his friend tells him that she's going to go to UC Riverside because it's near Legoland. Yes, that exchange actually was kind of funny, mostly because the friend can act. Yes, she was cute. I would see her in more things. She unfortunately doesn't have a Wikipedia page, but maybe we'll see her in the future. Yeah, because she was the only one who was good. And what was your worst scene? I mean, really the whole film for me. Well, there was one point where I wrote, no, 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 no. But I don't know what it was about. So (laughs) that was probably the actual worst scene. But I don't know. His whole existence filled me with rage for like 70% of the movie. (laughs) really checked out very early like I was like kind of with it for like a while and then it's like when she's taking her like almond flour croquembouche into the trailer of her cheating boyfriend and then I was like oh boy all right you're acting I just gotta remove myself so it's possible that you didn't even really get to meet him because you checked out so early due to her bad acting no but then I like kind of like refocused when he showed up because I was like maybe he's an improvement and then I was like oh no he's a so bad too yeah i just i'm really troubled because like the rest of the cast was all better and i just don't understand how i thought you know based on the fact that she was clearly cast because of tiktok that you know maybe they would have cast a kid who like actually could act to like sort of balance that out but no I mean, to be fair, their bet paid off. I'm sure all of her followers watched this movie. Yes. But I think, I not knowing who she was, when I saw her like singing or dancing or whatever, I was like, oh, like, I guess like they were looking for a triple threat and it just like didn't, didn't quite get there. Is that what she's famous for? Singing and dancing on TikTok? I don't know. Oh, because- I did, I did not at the time know about the TikTok thing. I just saw her, like she did the karaoke thing and then she was like dancing and I was like, I guess the idea- was somebody who could sing and dance and act. Although, you know what's funny that I discovered afterwards? Her friend, the non-garbage one, is like a winner of like Thailand's Got Talent or something like that. I forget exactly what it is, but she is like a Miss Saigon like alternate. Oh, oh, okay. And I was like, oh, so if only she could have sung like for real at karaoke, we might have enjoyed a moment of this film. Yeah, I was gonna say if Addison Rae is famous for singing and dancing, I don't, I I don't know why. (laughs) Because those were not, those were not well showcased in this film. The singing, even though the singing was supposed to be considered good and their duet was supposed to be considered great, I like, no. (laughs) that is on my list of worst scenes it just says karaoke yeah like they so the two of them at one point do a duet to teenage dreams at the song yes Yes, by by katie perry and it is like in the canon of the film she's supposed to be good and their video together is supposed to be like really great and it's it's bad they're they're not good she is not a good singer so many scenes were bad so many lines were bad but Overall, the worst thing for me was his character. (laughs) We meet him and he's like describing himself as a fountain of truth in a world of bullshit, which really set the tone for how much I despised him for the rest of the film. Yeah, I actually would take Rachel Lee Cook's character from the original. I, I would I would prefer that. But then again, I would watch the original 30 more times to avoid having to rewatch this one once. 
the interesting thing was that like she was portrayed as being like a hostile person, but he really was a hostile person. Like he seemed to be, oh, my question about the fight, by the way, was like, he seems to be instigating fights like all the time, but like normally not breaking out his like Jedi karate skills. <laughs> like you see him being like, not literally, but like metaphorically like stuffed into a locker. There's like a clip show of that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're like, oh, he gets picked on. I forgot about that. Well, no, no, no. He doesn't get picked on. He antagonizes oh, people. Oh, right. No, I forgot. Right. And then it's like, yeah, because he's the way he is. Yes. And I was like, oh, this is like the person that Rachel Lee Cook was described as, except we saw no evidence that she was actively hostile for no reason well i think it's again it's a sexism thing like i think if that had been her like it would have made her too unpleasant and unsympathetic in the original film but i think coming from like them portraying like a boy like this was a little was like i don't know more like socially like palatable i guess was it though so what would you what would you rate this film negative 12 i would maybe give it a one or a two yes it can have half a star for the um friends <laughs> okay let's one star for the friends and rachel lee cook sure okay um one and a half or do you think it really should be one does our scale go down to zero or does our scale start at one? Ooh, that's a good question i don't know let's give it one and a half let's be let's be generous okay one and a half stable fighting rings. One and a half bad duets of Katy Perry. One and a half, if only the entire movie had been Matthew Lillard dancing. One and a half almond flour crokumbushes, which did look good. What is a crokumbush? It's basically a tower of cream puffs uh, glued together by sugar. Oh, okay, okay. One and a half fountains of truth, the truth being that this was a horrible movie. And with that, hopefully next month we'll watch something better we haven't been on a great streak recently <laughs> i feel like hey she's all that cannot be lumped in with this that's true that's true but she's all that was like fine you know like this was bad wild mountain time was really bad like i, I but i would i would rather watch wild mountain time than this i mean when i was saying i now miss the acting in wild mountain time Matt was like it's still emily blunt which is true yeah i just Yes, I'd rather hear about so many more glass teeth and bumblebees than watch another moment of these performances. And with that, we'll be back next month. Thank you so much for listening. Don't watch this movie unless you are feeling really masochistic. Um, and follow us on social media. Um, and we'll talk to you next time. Bye. Thank you to Hannah Oatman, who composed our theme music, and Alexandra Oatman, who painted our logo art. You can follow Alexandra on Twitter at, at Alexandra. Special thanks to Quincy Surasmith for advising us on the art of the podcast. Subscribe to his wonderful podcast, Asian Americana, at wherever you get your podcasts. Want more Romcomathon? You can read past reviews at romcomathon2016.tumblr.com and follow us at romcomathon2016 on Facebook and Twitter and romcomathon on Instagram. We look forward to hearing from you. Please subscribe and rate Romcomathon on iTunes. Thank you.